From the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Bracely, presented by a Cloud Guru, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Just me today. Uh, last week before the Krispy Kreme run, Aaron is uh, up traveling and I assume uh, training and, and uh, running and you know doing getting himself ready to, to go run and eat donuts. And, and obviously, uh, we're getting very close to, to our fundraising goal of $3,000. So thank you to everybody who has been making contributions and donations. It is uh, very well. Uh, we, we are humbled every year that, that people are willing to do that. Um, and uh, thank you to everybody who's made donations. Listen, one of the things, if you heard our year-end show, was we said we're really interested in, in expanding our audience, not only just you know for, for audience, but we want to learn what's going on around the world around cloud computing. You know, The world doesn't revolve around uh, Raleigh or, or Silicon Valley or anything else for that matter. And, and one of the things we're excited about is, is some people have reached out to us and said, hey, we, we would love to tell you about our part of the world. And so today we're very, very excited to have a couple of folks who run a podcast called Cloud Talk. They are based out of, out of Israel. So I'm really excited to have Ariel Monafo and, and Amit, Dun, uh, uh, Amit Dunsky. Excuse me. I yeah. apologize for that. But guys, welcome to the show. Excited to have you on today. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having us. I am Ariel Monafo. Yeah, and uh, I'm Amit Dunsky. Hi to all of your listeners. Yeah, really honor to be with you. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna do this show as kind of a a dual show. So we're gonna we're gonna release it both as a cloudcast episode and a and a cloud talk episode, and we're just gonna kind of interview each other, um, get to know what the cloud landscape looks like uh, in Israel, compare it to the United States, kind of compare how we're learning. And so excited to to have both of you on today, and excited for the conversation. So okay. Brian, uh, great honor to talk to you today. Thank you for. Uh, for having this uh, joint podcast with us. I'm excited to be on. Thank you for having me. I, I uh, when you reached out, I was I was very excited to to try and uh, you know learn about why you're doing the podcast, learn about uh, learn more about the Israeli market, uh, and and really we're very interested in learning more about what goes on in the cloud around the world. And so this is a, a really exciting opportunity yes. for us. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh, you know, uh, when we first started this podcast, it was only uh, 12 uh, episodes ago. <laughs> 12 episodes ago, uh, I started listening to uh, all kind of podcasts around the world, and I uh, soon uh, bumped in your, to your uh, podcast. And your podcast was actually a great inspiration for ours. Well, good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Yeah, this is the, um, one of the, of the things that... Uh, we started thinking, uh, you know, how we do it and uh, how much time per, per week, per month and stuff like this. We, we really, I at least heard like 50 or more <laughs> and really try to, you know, to understand how we can make the, the best podcast that uh, we can for our uh, listeners. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you realize that it's, it's a lot of work. Um, and most of us do this as a, as a hobby, not as a job. Um, so you, you want to be as efficient as possible, but you want to try and give your listeners the, the best experience possible. People, it's, it's amazing, um, how much people want to trust you. Um, and you want to make sure that it's worth their time and you give them good audio quality and interesting guests and, and good conversation. So, uh, we're, it's great that you guys are, are, uh, are making this happen. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've looked through the shows that you've had, listened to them a little bit, the, the, what I can in English and, um, the topics 
and conversation have been great. So congratulations so far. Okay, so uh, we gave a, a title to this joint uh, podcast. We called it "How Global the Cloud Really Is." Uh, so here's my thought. I mean, uh, the cloud, by definition, should be really global, very, um, very uh, uh, agnostic. Uh, doesn't doesn't matter which where you are um, and so on. But the thing is. Uh, that we, as we see, we have a local communities here, and most of the communities are centered around here, around this region, around this Israel. Although they are using, uh, they're using uh, other regions outside of Israel because there's no um, local region here for any of the providers, the cloud providers. Uh, but still, the, the, the community is quite closed, and other than companies that are working. On the U.S. or outside Israel, uh, most of the people are here. They're talking to each other. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's a language barrier. I don't know, but this is what uh, we see here. I gather community here. How is it on your side? Yeah. So I, I think. The, the United States is, um, I, you know, I, th- I think from the rest of the world, sometimes people might look at it as, you know, the United States sort of has one uh, one culture around technology. Um, sometimes, we, you know, in the United States, we, we look at maybe Europe or, or Asia as, as sort of maybe it only has one because um, it's got one label. It, I think the realities that we see in the United States are it is it is very regional. Um, so what happens, the, the, the technology, kind of the pace of technology um, in Silicon Valley is very, very unique from the rest of the country. Um, so we sort of have pockets. Uh, Silicon Valley is very unique. Um, the Seattle area, uh, obviously, because Amazon Web Services is there. Uh, most of the large cloud providers are are basing a lot of their engineering there. That's somewhat unique. Um, and then there's kind of a second tier of technology companies um, or technology regions. So uh, that tends to be like Boston, Massachusetts, Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina, Austin, Texas, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, there, there's there's four or five sort of second tier ones. And, and what that means is, at least in the United States, um, companies tend to kind of you know, follow the, the pace of innovation of, of sort of where they are. So if you're, if you're in Silicon Valley, you, you always feel like you have to be going, say, a thousand miles an hour. Maybe if you're in uh, a different part of the country where, you know, technology isn't following you 24 hours a day and your neighbors don't work in technology, maybe you feel like you only have to go a hundred miles an hour. And so, um, you know, I think what we find is, is around the world, everything becomes sort of regional. Um, and, uh, but, but we, we get, at least in the United States, we get enamored with Silicon Valley so much. And I think sometimes we, we feel like we have to chase their pace of innovation and maybe it's not always relevant to the business. Yeah. In Israel, you know, because we are small, uh, there is, um, like Amit said, this, this like one, uh, you know, one big community, but it's also, uh, divided into startups and enterprise. Right. And uh, right. when you, when you talk about, you know, uh, startups, they go cloud by, by definition, cloud first, and, uh, and they don't think about uh, something else. But, you know, in the, in this enterprises, we are, I think, a little, uh, Little late, slow, slow slow, adapter. yeah, slowly adapter uh, adapters, and um, this is something that uh, you know I, I am I am trying to fight where where I you know I advise and I I, I work, but uh, 
really you, like this is the, like two two different uh, regions in one region. The one that wants uh, to go to the cloud and the others that that doesn't want. Right. Right. It's yeah. The same. Uh, yeah, I, I think you know from from an outsider's perspective, I, I look at um, I, I look at Israel as you know pound for pound. Um, you know, given the amount of startups that have come out of there, um, the sort of deep technology knowledge that that starts in say the Israeli military. I mean, so much around security and encryption and, and systems and so forth that. Um, you know, it, it feels a little bit like a like a small Silicon Valley, at least in terms of the number of startups companies that come out of there. Some of the really innovative uh, technology ideas, um, you know, so there's a feeling that it 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 fits. It's sort of up to par, uh, you know, in terms of you know quality of technology, quality of engineers. Um, but yeah, we see the exact same thing in the United States. It's uh, you know, companies that have large installed base of, of enterprise technology or, um, you know, maybe aren't in a, in a Silicon Valley, they, they don't tend to move as quickly. And, you know, it's for different reasons. Sometimes it's regulatory. Sometimes it's just culture. Um, sometimes they just have a lot of legacy that doesn't need it. So, yeah, I, I, I think we feel the same pain that, that you do in that you, you wish everything would move as fast as the startups. And, um, but, but the reality is it's uh, the, the enterprise is just it's just not there inherent culture they're trying to get better but it's not their inherent culture to, to want to move as fast as the startups yeah there is also another thing that uh, you know you as uh, americans you can use uh, a region or more than a region that is in the states so for, for the regulations uh, you have an advance for the enterprise and the government that uh, we don't have and we are a uh, paranoid sometimes <laughs> with the security. Right, right, right. Yeah, we we are, I think we're sort of, yeah, we're unique in, if we're talking about the public cloud, for example, um, you know, we, we do have more sort of local regions that are in country. So we don't really think about too much, you know, kind of locality of data. I mean, we do from the perspective of, um, you know, like delay for bandwidth or, you know, latency for an application. But not like uh, there are in, in a lot of the regions of the world where, you know, maybe in Europe, for example, there's only, uh, I don't know, maybe a handful of, of points of presence that you could get to Amazon Web Services or, um, you know, th there's not one in, in the major city of where you're at. So we have that. And then I think we're the United States is not as far along and maybe for good reasons or bad reasons like we don't have the same issues that like Europe is going to have now with this GRP, uh, G. Is it GDPC, G GRPD, GRPD? You know the kind of the the data data protection, data origination, all the laws that are happening around that. So we we're a little looser about about some of that. So um, I I guess that's good for for innovation. Um, but then what happens is if when there's a hacking, everybody gets super paranoid. So sometimes it, it'll swing in the other direction. People are very worried about losing their credit card data these days. So uh, uh, Israel is a small place. And we do have uh, offices here of the of the major um, cloud providers. We have uh, offices of Google, of Amazon, of Microsoft, Oracle, and I think it's also on the way. Alibaba, they are only in R and D, but uh, hopefully they will come also. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so being such a, a small place, you know, we tend to, to know people uh, personally. And this you know, is uh, person, personal connections with the, with the guys, you know, with people are on the cloud providers. That helps helps us here. Uh, how's your connection with the, 
success providers personally? You know, I think it's you know? mi it's mixed. We, you know, we're, we're on the podcast. We're very lucky in that we we've established ourselves enough that we can typically reach out to people and, and say, Hey, can we, can we ask you questions? Would you come talk to us about certain things? Um, you know, if I was, if I was representing say a corporation and saying, what's my relationship with a, with a Google or, or an Azure or an AWS, um, I think the companies are still trying to figure that out. Um, you know, obviously all of them would like to win their business and they're, they're happy to, to come talk to them. And, um, but there, it's, it's still very different culture of, I own my data center. I can go in my data center and point to a box and say, that's where my data is, or that's where my compute is. And, uh, you know, I understand what my, uh, I know the, I know the guards and I know, you know, how many bullets they have in their guns and physically where they're located. Um, you know, the, the cloud providers, while they're willing to talk to you about say your technology, um, I think people are still not completely sure they, they understand, you know, what does it mean to really outsource your whole data center and the security around that and the, the physical. Um, so it's, yeah, lots of engineering conversations, but, but sometimes the next level conversations are still somewhat difficult because it forces the cloud providers to, to give up a, a bunch of details that they're not necessarily want to make public. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do, I mean, we, you know, the other thing that, that we have a lot in the United States and, and I assume you have them quite a bit in Israel is, um, you know, the culture around learning technology has gotten better. So we have a lot of meetups, you know, so you can, you can almost go to every major city in the United States. Uh, if you go to some website like meetup.com and type in some technology area you're interested, maybe you're interested in containers or databases or, uh, bit you know, Bitcoin or blockchain or, or, you know, kind of anything that's out there, there's typically a meetup group that will meet anywhere from once a week to once a month at, you know, a local building or a bar or a school. And, and you can find people that have common interest as you. So, you know, that, that culture of, of kind of being open and sharing and, and kind of solving problems is becoming very, very prevalent. So, uh, I, I feel like the barrier to, to being able to learn is, is very, very low these days. It's just a matter of making your own time and, and, and having a willingness to, to learn or, or play around with new software or something. Is that, is that similar? Do you have a lot of meetup culture in Israel? Uh, yes. Um, in, in fact, I build the biggest, I think, the biggest uh, cloud computing uh, community here in Israel. Okay. It's called the okay. Israel Cloud. And it was before a year ago. And uh, and we started to have you know our meetups, and then the other ones have the another meetups, and now we have I think uh, two or three meetups per month. But there are a lot a lot of uh, groups here in Israel. If you say like uh, one in each uh, in each city here, you have uh, like ten in each in uh, in our main uh, area that is Tel Aviv area, mm -hmm. and uh, there there is too much. And uh, I think that. Uh, this is something that started, you know, like like you said, uh, being uh, in a bar or in a coffee or something like this. And it started to be here. They want to make also business about the, the meetups. And uh, it's really too much uh, about uh, those kind of meetups uh, lately. Okay. And, uh, I think, yeah, here in Israel, uh, everything is around sometimes money and not, you know, really to educate. This is something that I am trying to, you know, to fight and to lead that if you do a meetup, do a meetup and not you know trying to sell and stuff like this. Yeah, uh, I think that here in Israel, Amazon are a very like um, 
thinking in this way and this is what I like about it. You know, if you have a community and you have a, an evangelist, uh, you know, educate. Go to people, talk, and uh, and try to, to you know, to, to give uh, uh, what you have and not, uh, you know, use the meetups to really sell. Right. Uh, Amit, do you think like me? Uh, yeah, I do think I like you. And I I also think, I mean, uh, I'd like to talk to you, uh, Brian, about uh, technology conferences. Because I heard your uh, episode about the event. I, uh, you're not wasn't so happy uh, with the conference. Now you know uh, when the, when those uh, when there is a technical conference, big technical conference in the U.S. For us, is uh, it's, it's an event. I mean, we uh, up on a plane, uh, fly like 12, 14 hours, and be there for a week or two days. And for you, I know it's uh, it's just around the block. So uh, how do you feel about it? Yeah, it's it's a good you, you know you bring up a couple of good points. I think um to to the to the previous point about the meetups, you know, one of the things that that we've a lot of the good communities and good I mean when I mean good, I mean um the ones that continue to have people come back, not necessarily a reflection on technology good or bad. Um they've been very adamant about saying, you know, these are not going to be sales events. Um if, you know, if a if a company wants to sponsor the event, you know, buy buy drinks or buy pizza or something they're they're happy to let them do that and maybe give a little plug and say hey come to our website um but the but the organizers are very strong about saying we're not going to we're not going to allow talks about you know selling stuff so i think you can you can have a, a good community a strong community and, and push back on that so if you're if you're beginning to do that i think you'll find people are very um at least the the attendees are open to that um, you know, re- regarding events, yeah, we're, we're very spoiled here in the United States in that the the events are always, you know, there always tends to be a, a version of the event here in the United States. Maybe we only have to travel three or four hours or five hours to get there, maybe if it's on the West Coast. Um, I, I, I am happy to see uh, more and more of the vendors doing events where maybe their main event is in the United States, uh, but they'll do a regional event, you know, a, a month later or, you know, follow up regional events. And um, I think that's good. It's it. I know from when I travel uh, in your direction, when I, tra- you know, when you have to travel 10, 12, 15 hours, your body is just, it's so out of whack. It, it's, um, the, you know, the time zones are... Yeah, you get dehydrated and the food is different and you're tired and you just can't, you can't concentrate for very long all day. And um, so I'm happy to see them doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see them recording sessions more so. So if you didn't get to, you know, you attended it, but you didn't get to go to one, you could, you could always follow up. Um, yeah. I, I think our, 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 our disappointment is, is not so much in um, the, the vendors running them because they're, they continue to run bigger and bigger events. Um, which I guess is good. It means the technologies are growing. Um, you know, we, we always long for the idea that you're going to get great networking. You're going to meet lots of people. You're going to have time to do that. You're going to have time to to be a geek and, and be an engineer and learn things. And you're going to have time to, you know, enjoy the city. And, and it's just, it's hard. And maybe, maybe that's just our frustration saying, I wish we could keep doing everything and the events feel small, but, uh, you know, we have, we have consolidation around some of the clouds, and so their their events get very big, which uh, you know it's just a byproduct of how fast the clouds growing. Yeah, here in, in Israel also uh, you have our meetups, and uh, there are you know every vendor has in the public uh, public clouds has its own uh, event here in Israel, 
Uh, I, I want to talk about uh, with you about the your I don't know agreement or sponsorship with uh, a cloud guru because uh, one thing that uh, I think that uh, you know this in Israel that doesn't help to you know to enterprises and uh, big companies to go to the cloud is the education yeah like like one of the people that started the uh, Uh, you know, to be interested in uh, in the cloud computing, like I meet, uh, I don't know, seven, seven or, or eight years. It seems to, for them that you know that everybody everybody knows and everybody has the knowledge, and and, and it, it it is not true. So uh, this is something that I try to to do. You know, this is why I I build also the community. We have a portal in Hebrew, and uh, you know, just to 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 uh, hear uh, you talking about the. The things that a cloud, a cloud guru say that uh, the the most people that came to the courses are the beginners. Yeah, and this is something that I think that uh, we, we should do more, like uh, you know, a community here at least. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, so we, yeah, we do. We work with this company called a cloud. Uh, if you go to a cloud guru, that's their website, and. And, you know, we, we met them at a meetup. Uh, I can't remember. It's been maybe over a year now we met them. And um, we were – so Aaron and I, the my, my co-host Aaron Delp and I, you know, we knew a lot of people that, that were in, say, like the virtualization community or they, they were in different communities. And they were constantly frustrated with, you know, they would, they would have to spend their own money. They would go and buy equipment. Um, they would have to find a place in their house to run it. It would run up the electricity bill. The room would get really hot. You know, like their house would become a data center and it was constantly breaking and they were constantly spending time fixing it. And, you know, like it felt like they spent more time being frustrated than learning. And then we met the, the a cloud guru folks and, and we really, uh, we just, we were fascinated with them building this platform that kind of took away all the pain, you know, it was still going to be very much focused on training. And, um, you know, at the time they were just focused on AWS and, and now they, they cover a lot of different topics, which is really great. And they're now allowing people to, to contribute courses, you know, sort of independent. So if you, if you are really smart on a topic, you can, you can build a course and, and, and help teach people, but it was just, you know, the idea that you can do it online, it's really inexpensive. I mean, it you know, a course costs, what a few cups of coffee, you know, cost, um, you don't have to maintain any equipment. Um, you can stop and start whenever you want. Like we, we just feel like, um, it's great that you can now kind of do training the same way that you would use cloud computing. It, it's on demand. You don't have to have resources. And, um, I mean, it's still ultimately you, you have to be eager to learn. You have to be curious to learn, um, and you have to find time. And, and that I think is the biggest challenge is just, you know, we all have daily lives or we have families and, um, but you know, if you're, if you're committed to your career and you want to grow your career career, like you have to invest in it, just like you invest in, in any, anything else. So, um, you know, if, if people like it, that that's great. Um, but yeah, I, I, we see the exact same problem in the United States is there's so many neat technologies and it's just finding time for people to learn them and see if they're applicable to their jobs or their career or, or whatever. Now, do you, uh, now, now, you, now I'll, I'll flip the question around. Do you, have you found, you know, you're, you're covering cloud computing. It's lots of technologies. Have you found, uh, anything that works best for you as you're trying to learn? Um, that's a, a good question. Amit knows know it all, so he doesn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I myself, uh, yes, started, uh, I think, before two years to, to learn uh, with a cloud guru. Okay. This is why I also liked it. 
And I think this is, you know, where the future goes because we are all busy. We have uh, almost every, everyone uh, our day job. And, and, you know, the ones that really want to, to keep uh, being technologists and lead the, the, their companies to, to a better place, then they need to learn. And this is, uh, this is the platform, I think. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, uh, I can tell you that uh, we do have uh, conferences here, technical conferences, I mean, mere te- technical conferences in the, in the in the summit coming in soon, and there's also a Microsoft uh, conference. And although it's, uh, it's partly, you know, partly commercial, partly technical, uh, they do uh, push you to learn, to learn, to learn more, to learn, to learn, uh, to be uh, updated. I mean, right. uh, at, least, at least with AWS, I know they uh, they uh, give you, you know, credits to, to go to uh, to course and have your certifications done, and they do uh, tend to support. Uh, support education. So it's, it's also a factor here. Yeah. Well, it's it's look if 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 you are interested in technology, um, you know, it used to be there were really big barriers to to get into technology. Maybe you you had to go to the right university, you had to study computer science, or you need to have uh, you know money to to buy equipment that you could test on and. There's just so a lot of those barriers are gone now. Um and and you know the the biggest barrier yeah. is just time. So it's 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 great in that context, and and the downside of it is, you know, you you always feel a little bit guilty, like oh wow, I I'm not I'm not keeping up with I'm not spending enough time learning this stuff. It's all growing so fast or changing so fast. And you know the advice I give everybody is, you know, pick pick one thing a year, or if you're really ambitious, pick two things in a year, and and just you know carve up enough time to to learn that one new thing. And and honestly, if you learn that one thing for the year, uh, you're probably, you know, you're going to be ahead of 80% of your colleagues and and so forth. So it's, you know, it's great to be ambitious, but, you know, be realistic too. Otherwise you'll, you'll feel like you're, you're letting yourself down or you're letting your family down because you're not learning enough new things or you're letting your job down or something. Be be realistic about what you can learn. Yeah. I I think, uh, you know, being professionally cloud or, any other uh, any other area, you don't have to know everything. You just know what to bring information from. Right. Well, and, and, and the great thing about it is, and, and you guys are doing this with the podcast and, and you're doing it with the meetup events, is, you know, half half the battle is, okay, admit that you don't know certain things, but who do I, who can I ask? And and get to know those people, you know, reach out to them. That's that was what we that that was really how we started our podcast was we said there's lots that we don't know and yes we could go learn it but if somebody will will give us you know a pointer give us 30 minutes of their time and and teach us um you know we'll learn something the community will learn something so what what you're doing in terms of you know spending the time making the podcast spending the time doing the community it's going to pay off for a lot of people, yourself included, because you're going to get to know those people that know things that you don't know, and you can, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of trade with them. You know, they don't know certain things that you know, and um, so that's that's the other great thing is people are really open these days about sharing their knowledge, writing down their knowledge, making a podcast, making a video. Um, we're really excited about all of that. Yeah. So you mentioned your uh, podcast. And, uh, interesting. How do you do? You have, do you have a, a Making goal, your vision. Uh, how do you select 
what to talk about, who to talk about, who to talk with. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. It's um, we, we, we sit down sometime usually around the beginning of the year and we always, we make a big map. We sit down on our whiteboard and we, we kind of make a big map of all the things that we would love to talk about. And um, sometimes we align them to, sometimes we align them to the big trade shows. So we say, Oh, well, you know, Amazon's events at the end of the year. And, and, uh, but I think what we find is, um, cause we do it every week, uh, stuff changes so much. Um, sometimes it's hard to schedule people at a specific time. So I don't know. We, we always try and, we always try and find a balance. We, we, we try and find some things that are pretty new and hot and in a lot of the headlines because people are kind of like, oh, I'm interested in that. Um, and then sometimes we, we sort of step back and we say, you know, I don't think we've covered something very well. Let's, let's go back and do the basics and let's, let's go find somebody who's really smart. And um, so I don't know that there's like a specific best way to do it. I think, you know, I would say this. Find things that that you you personally are interested in because that will that will drive you to be engaged with the with the guests. You'll ask good questions. Um, it'll force you to do some homework, um, and you know, and then ask your audience what they want to listen to. You know, what they want to hear about, and and take their take their direction, take their feedback, and um, you know, and if and if we can ever help you guys make introductions uh, to people or companies like we're, we're happy to help as well, but it's, there's no specific formula. There's so much technology. You just, you, part of the fun part about doing the podcast and doing these events is it forces you to learn stuff. And you know, you're, you'll be like, wow, I, you know, we, we did 30 shows and I had to learn about 30 new things. That's, that's pretty cool. And you know, maybe your audience will, will sort of take that same challenge. You do go, go learn one new thing a week or go learn, you know, one every month. Yeah, you meet yeah you meet a ton of interesting people. the The other thing that that I think people get afraid of is they feel like they have to be an expert on everything, not just you know know a little bit, but be an expert. It, that's almost impossible. It's uh, you know be an expert at a couple things, even if you can be an expert in one, and and just know enough about the other ones to to you know know where to ask questions and stuff. Yeah, I think that this is the most one of the most important is to really to ask uh, uh, good questions and try to, um, to to you know to let other people that doesn't understand the the topics like you learn from the from your host or where uh, right uh, of the right people. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm a, yeah. So let me let me ask you. Uh, you know, one of the things that that Aaron and I really want to do this year, uh, and, and we're excited, this is why we're so excited about today's show is. We we want to you know we want to learn kind of the specifics of, of regions of the world. What what's uh, you know you're covering cloud computing? Like what are the big topics people are interested in just in that cloud computing space? Is do you feel like it's in it's sim, like do you feel like you're in the same time frame that maybe say the United States is? Or what are the what are the topics that are most interesting or most difficult for people right now uh, for cloud computing in Israel? Uh, I think that uh, you know the Let's say the DevOps and the uh, serverless uh, okay. areas are something that they are really hot uh, today. Um, also the AI generally. Yeah, the, I think that, that also the voice uh, voice based uh, services. Voice yeah. Oh, okay. Started to, Alexa, yeah. Alexa, Alexa types of things. Yeah, Alexa and uh, uh, Google Assistant. There are really uh, getting. Uh, 
you know, uh, people are, are, are trying to, to learn. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that in, in some aspects, we are a little uh, uh, late. Let's, we, you have, uh, I think, one or two talks about SRE, and I don't think that, uh, you know, here in Israel, uh, we, we are there. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's say in the, you know, in the technological things, the startups, we had, uh, I, I think, that four or five meetups around serverless. Okay. But uh, in the other things, the big things, uh, we are a little uh, late. We are, uh, in our podcast, we, uh, we covered uh, most of the big, uh, big providers' technology. I mean, we had people from, uh, from Amazon, people from Google. Okay. Google. Um, we also had a talk about Microsoft. We didn't have anyone from Microsoft, but we had a talk about Microsoft. I, I talked to him yesterday, so they need to send people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we tried to bring... Actually, we try to uh, touch the, the layer and uh, the, the hottest topics that we know that people are dealing with. I, I mean, as I told you before, it's, it's, a, it's a small place. I mean, we, we know we know almost everyone in, a, in the community. It's, it's a small community. It's, it's, it's a few hundred people. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. I don't think we have a hundred, but yeah. A few, a few thousands, yeah. Main, yeah, right. Main, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Are there? And I know almost every one of them. Yeah, yeah. this is really um, a, a small one, right. but the something, the, the things that we are trying to do, at least uh, you know, for the community side, is to really to get more and more and more people. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I do, I um, I lead also um, a group of uh, a forum of uh, knowledge in the government. That's try to do the same, uh, like building a community in the government, and and there is really more and more difficult to do it because uh, you know it's not like startups like they have the drive yeah. and the, the young people that want to learn. In the in the government is little uh, is the, is the the some, sometimes most of them are the opposite. Is in the state is the is the same? Yeah. So you know, I think the government in the United States is. Is sort of mixed, um, you know. Our 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 defense and and military and and the you know kind of intelligence agencies are sort of unique in that you don't they're not doing a lot of public sharing of what they're doing, um, you know, classified information and so forth. But the rest of the government agencies are 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 trying to modernize. Um, a lot of them, especially the ones that that face end users, you know, so public health or uh, you know, different, different agencies that are, that are interacting with citizens, they're trying to modernize. They, you know, they want to, they want to, you know, get access to younger voters or they want to, you know, share information more, maybe use big data to, you know, take some healthcare cost out or something. So we, we're, we're actually seeing them trying to be modern. Uh, there's a lot of interest from them in, you know, containers and Kubernetes and serverless and uh, DevOps and, um, now they're they're not always uh, you know the most efficient at it. They you know they're they're competing for engineers just like everybody else is, and and the government doesn't always pay what you know the technology companies do. But I, I've been impressed with the government in terms of trying to modernize technology the last few years, especially um, you know they're they're getting away from being very bureaucratic and, and trying to be better. It's still a struggle, uh, but you know. In general, they're they're trying to be on par with with the enterprises. And the other thing we've seen is, um, you know, a lot of the cloud providers here in the United States are are realizing that the government has certain regulations that are unique, 
And so they're building them kind of mini clouds uh, for, you know, just government agencies. So like Amazon has a something called GovCloud, which is, you know, kind of specific for the U.S. government. Um, lots of other cloud providers are trying to build things like that. So uh, it's, it's, it's a mix of, you know, some innovation, some bureaucracy, but it's, you know, the, the U.S. government is the largest customer in the world of technology, so everybody is always trying to sell things to them and, and get them to do new things, if nothing else. Yeah, and here, traditionally, uh, Microsoft is very strong in, the, in these areas. Is mm-hmm. the same way Yeah, Microsoft, uh, obviously, Microsoft has a huge presence. Um, I mean, lots of government applications are still written in, in .NET and, and Windows and um, but yeah, between Microsoft and, and AWS in terms of the cloud providers, those are the two that are really going after it. And then, you know, we, we see every other big technology vendor trying to either partner with them or, you know, figure out a way to work their technology around, around them. You know, uh, we had uh, earlier, Ariel spoke about uh, companies that are born in the cloud and that adoption within startups is more natural and more easy. And we have uh, uh, the largest enterprises here in Israel, I mean, it's financial institutes. Uh, they are subjected to uh, really harsh uh, regulations. So, I mean, we, are, we, we don't see quite uh, an adoption of the cloud within, uh, I mean, within the, the core business of the financial institutions. So bankings and uh, credit uh, companies, insurance companies, they're not really using the cloud for the core business. I mean, they're hot data. It's right. not on the cloud yet. Yeah, we, we see similar. Um, we, we see probably most of the I would almost say most customers, I mean, banking customers as well are, are doing things in the cloud. You can, you could walk the hallways and find an Amazon project or an Azure project going on somewhere. Um, you know, core banking is not in the cloud at this point. I mean, there's still so many things that are tied to the mainframe that just don't move. Um, so yeah, we have, we have very similar things there. Uh, but we are seeing, you know, we are seeing the banks and the, even the highly regulated things realize that there are, things they do that that aren't necessarily um you know as regulated so you know they can do some of their modeling in the cloud they can uh you know we we have some of the regulation regulatory agencies that have to do this big big models um they're using the cloud and they're using you know all the on-demand or really scalable you know resources available to them so it's um it 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 really depends i mean we, we have a hard time saying you know this industry uses the cloud exclusively and this one doesn't at all. Um, you know, obviously, the more sort of software-centric, tech-centric you are, you're probably beginning to use it more. But, uh, you know, we, we see interesting use cases in in agencies or customers that you feel like are really old um, that that just said, hey, you know what? In order to survive, we, we have to use the cloud. So, I don't know. We, we're surprised every day at, at how much people are – they just – Sometimes they feel like they're doing it because they have to use new technology, and sometimes it's just to make their business survive. And um, it, we, it's a very fluid time this, these days, which is makes it interesting. It makes it fun. Okay, so I think uh, we'll uh, uh, recap, and we should uh, have a, a few more in the during the, the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should absolutely. Um, 
Well, good. Well, uh, guys, thank you for having me on today. I, I really, I, I love the conversation. I, like you said, I hope we can do this more often. Um, and uh, maybe what we can do is we can find other podcasts around the world that are doing cloud computing and we'll all kind of have, uh, you know, multi-way conversations. We'll do Asia and Europe and, uh, and Israel and the Middle East and Canada. And it'd be, be fun to, to be doing this with lots of different people and um, have them on your podcast and you on theirs. And that'd be cool. I speak also Spanish, so maybe we also. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was born in Argentina. Yeah. There you go. So if you're a Spanish-speaking cloud podcast, uh, we'll we'll, we'll, <laughs> we make it, we'll make an introduction. Well, cool. Yes. Well, guys, thank you so much. Hey, real real quick for for my audience, um, you know what's the what's the best place to find your podcast, and uh, you know how when will they you know how frequently does it come out, and and how can they learn about what you're doing. Okay, so we started. The, uh, we we thought at the beginning that we will do it uh, one and two weeks and three weeks, but uh, we are doing uh, lately uh, every week, Great. and we are yeah we are trying to to make it uh, you know uh, every Sunday morning we we send it uh, to our communities, and uh, the website is www.cloudtalk.co.il. Um, and we are also in the you know Facebook and Twitter. It's called uh, Cloud Talk IL and in Hebrew is Medabrim Ananim. <laughs> but uh, Cloud Talk IL, uh, they can find uh, us in uh, every every big uh, uh, awesome. social. Uh, yeah. Okay, awesome. And we'll get all that in the show notes for folks that are want to want to go check it out. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was fun, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more podcasts, show notes, and everything social media. And visit acloud.guru for all your cloud training needs.